coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. And I always say we're accidental restaurateurs. It wasn't something I ever <laughs> sought out and thought, oh, gee, I think it'd be fun to own a restaurant. Right. So um, said no, but nobody ever. Right. <laughs> I so, mean, after they've opened it. No, oh, no, people say, oh, you're living my dream. And I, I often say, get a newer, easier one. Just change your mind. Yeah. It's really hard. All of a sudden, I hear your chef, Corey, and I look around. I'm like, who, who, who are you? Who are you? And she's like, well, I'm Ruthie. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you finally. Um. (laughs) Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button, and new episodes will automatically download, and then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured guests are the owner of Chill Restaurant and Bar in St. Pete Beach, Ruthie Hill, along with executive chef Corey Albright. We learn how Ruthie became an accidental restaurateur and how an injury and food network steered Corey from football to the kitchen. And our local musical guest is Liam Bowman, and we will feature his song titled Hardly. We have have a a great great show, show, so stick stick around. around. Food lovers, how would you like to get half off of your entrees and adult beverages for you and your guests at many of the area's best local restaurants? Thanks to Club Saver, now you can all day, every day. Club Saver's members get half off their entrees and adult beverages at over 50 of the Bay Area's leading eateries and drinkeries. Imagine a juicy steak dinner with all the trimmings, half off. Your favorite seafood dinner, half off. Plus, vegan and gluten-free options are often available. Enjoy drinks? You and your guest will enjoy half off your favorite beer, wine, or cocktail. As a member of Club Saver, you may visit your favorite venues as often as you like, as well as discover new locations where the food is delicious and the price is right. Visit clubsaver.com now for the restaurant list and discover how easy it is to join and start saving money while dining at the area's popular local restaurants. At under $30 a month, the membership pays for itself in one night out. Members love the smartphone ID and the ease of use. Let them know we sent you by using our custom referral code, St. Pete Foodies. Enjoy more, explore more, savor more, clubsaver.com. Today we're getting out of downtown and taking you to the beach. One of the most happening places at St. Pete Beach that also has great food is Chill Restaurant and Bar. Please welcome the owner of Chill Restaurant and Bar, Ruthie Hill, and the executive chef, 
Corey Albright. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank Hello. you. Hello. Are you Thank going you live? Are you, are you yes. going live on Facebook? Yeah. yeah okay. Actually. Wow, this is the first time we've been live on anything with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not actually live as you're listening to this. Right. So, Ruthie, you are originally from New Orleans. This is true. That's almost the extent of what I know about your background. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat and I like to cook. <laughs> so, does some of, I mean, we're going to talk more about, we don't learn more about you right now, but we're gonna, and we're going to talk more about the restaurant, but does your New Orleans background, does some of that influence into the uh, menu items? Yeah, you know, and it, it's, uh, we do a huge event on Mardi Gras every year mm-hmm. that we have a great time with. Uh, but I think in general, you know, anybody that really loves food and grew up in New Orleans, the influences of that kind of cuisine and passion for food and flavors and excitement. Right. You know, it, it's all part of my story. And of course, all that translates into chill. Of course. Yeah, right. it's, it's almost a dumb question, I guess. But That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you really know the answer to it, but I guess I just wanted to hear it from you. Yeah, I think uh, most all of us, wherever we grew up and what our parents cooking and all, that always influences our tastes and, and things in life, I think. Sure. Yeah, that's, or level of adventure. Yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Totally. totally yeah. And, and that's totally true. We talked about that a lot of times yeah. before, but, but I mean, just New Orleans is such a, there's such a food culture. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, uh, Jason Esposito, the owner of yes. Region Number 9, mm-hmm. same, he's from New Orleans as well. Mm-hmm. He has some pretty cool stuff on his menu. Yeah. So you are from New Orleans. When did you come to St. Pete? I moved to Florida about 25 years ago, and actually from Seattle, oh. which is another one of my major, I think, foodie influences totally. came from Ooh. living for a decade in, in a big city like Seattle. Right. Oh, that's pretty awesome. We love Seattle. It's a great city. Mm-hmm. Rains a lot, though. Yeah, it doesn't rain like here. <laughs> no. It's, it's not like get wet rain. It's right. misty, kind of fresh, cool sort of rain. Yeah, when we went there a few years ago on vacation, uh, and it was misting. We were like the only people with umbrellas. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, so I never owned one until I moved here. And then I thought, wow, I better get an umbrella. This is crazy. <laughs> it's so funny. Now I've abandoned the umbrella and I just get wet. So I gave up. I'm wet. I'm wet. <laughs> so what brought you to St. Pete? Oh, uh, well, I got married and, uh, you know, made the cross country move and, you know, ended up down in the beaches, actually, when I opened up the restaurant. Uh, was about uh, almost nine and a half years ago, January 2011. Mm-hmm. And my kids were working at what was then a coffee shop on the corner of Gulf and Quarry. I was going to bring that up because that yeah, was the first it was, location. It was called Jen's yeah. Java. Right. And they used to work there. And unfortunately, one of the owners was ill. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of the middle of, of the recession. And one thing led to another. And they ended up uh, going out of business and and that's how uh, I ended up starting the coffee shop, which was back at that time, Steam, mm-hmm. uh, was that they wanted to, you know, keep it going. And so we ended up opening up uh, the little 20-seat coffee shop mm-hmm. over there on the corner. And then that's what morphed into Chill. It did. Mm-hmm. But it, it did. morphed into Chill while you were in that location, right? It did. So what ended up happening, it's, it's actually kind of a funny story. And, and I always say we're accidental restaurateurs. It wasn't something I ever <laughs> sought out and thought, oh, gee, I think it'd be fun to own a restaurant. Right. So um, said no, but nobody ever. Right. <laughs> I so, mean, after they've opened it. No, oh, no, people say, oh, you're living my dream. And I, I often say, get a newer, easier one. Just change your mind. Yeah. It's really hard. Um, people don't realize how hard. Oh, my it God. It is really it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been quite a journey. It's ups and downs and mm-hmm. twists and turns, and some years are better than others. And, you know, it's just, it's it's uh, an unbelievable 
you know, blessing as well. I mean, we've gotten to meet so many amazing people mm-hmm. and we've gotten to try a lot of new things. I've certainly grown as a human being, just being faced with mm-hmm. that kind of diversity and, mm-hmm. and that kind of new experiences all the time. I've really grown as a person in that time as well. Yeah, you, you really need to love the good parts so much oh, yeah. that it makes up for the, Absolutely. the tougher parts. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and you know, and I'm a different person than I was back then. I used to be you know, so hyper-focused on every single little thing that happened. And, you know, at some point, you know, you, you do your very best every day. Right. But you realize that in the course of a nine-and-a-half-year job, anybody's job, you know, people, life cycles, menu cycles, mm-hmm. staffing, it goes up and down and twists and turns. And, you know, it's all about staying alive and continually being willing to learn and to change your mind. Yeah, you have to you know, learn and, to brush off the small stuff because, uh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and being willing to grow and being willing to, you know, look deeper at where you have room to, to grow and, and, you know, what, what needs to change. And, and it's, a, it's a, like I said, it's a, a journey through your, the depths of your soul in many ways. And, sure. and whether that manifests through new menu items or different staffing. And it's all about what's inside of me. Sometimes I think that kind of filters through and, and then everybody whether it's guests or whether it's staff, they bring their own heart to the venture. Right, right, right. And then there's this beautiful kind of uh, marriage of, you know, personalities and flavors mm-hmm. and dreams and hopes. Mm-hmm. And, and we all put it together and, and hopefully open the restaurant every day on time. Exactly. So on this part of the segment, why don't we talk to Corey about where he's from? Yeah, and so how you were he, saying, yeah. uh, Corey, that you've lived in a lot of different places. Uh, I have. So, I mean, I was actually born in Germany. Uh, my father's in the military and retired, but I've also lived in Kentucky, Ohio, Pittsburgh, West Virginia, here. <laughs> I've, I've covered some bases in yeah. my time. Have you always been cooking? I started cooking, actually, after I got hurt in college. I used to play football in college for a small mm-hmm. school in Ohio. Uh-huh. Um, after I got hurt, I kind of didn't know which way or what I wanted to do. Uh, and then I was watching uh, the Food Network, ironically, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, I said, I was like, man, I can, I can almost do almost a lot of stuff that they're doing. Uh, and then, you know, I started researching it more. And uh, about a week later, I went to some culinary schools and I applied. And then from there, it left and took off to what it is now. Uh, so it's did me. you go to culinary school? I or? did. I went to a small school in Ohio called Zane State nice. College, uh, which is almost like a community college or a technical college. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an ACF chaptered school. So I got my ACF certification through there. Right. And then after that, I, I, Went from working at my mentor's restaurant and professor to, you know, being a sous chef at a, a state park lodge and resort in Ohio from there to, you know, being a chef of de cuisine in West Virginia mm-hmm. at a small uh, white tablecloth restaurant mm-hmm. called the uh, Metropolitan City Grill. And then from there, went to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. um, worked at a few places and then came back home uh, and wound up opening up uh, Miami Valley Gaming Casino. Okay. And then I just kept going and going and going. And then finally, I... I found my, my, my niche with uh, a company called Concord, and it was through hotels, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what actually brought me down here. I worked for them for about four years, uh, and they moved me down here to actually take over one of their hotels. And Wh- then, where was this? Which hotel? Uh, so I used to be the executive chef and beverage director for the Hilton Garden in Brandon, Florida. Okay. Mm-hmm. Located back in the business plot by the Chase headquarters and stuff like that. Right. Uh, and then, you know, I just, uh, I wanted to take a chance and, and better myself, and I left. Uh, to get back into the private restaurants and, and leave the, the corporate world, right. I guess, as you would say, is in, in the restaurant industry. Uh, and I went to a couple other restaurants and then 
uh, one day, literally Ruthie just messaged me on Facebook and uh, you know, asked me if I was uh, I was looking for a change and that she heard that I was looking for a change. And, you know, we uh, I sat and thought about it for a little while and Ruthie was very persistent. Um, <laughs> I can and, see that about her. <laughs> you know, definitely uh, always made sure that uh, she knew I was there and then ironically I, I got an early day off and I left the restaurant I was at and I went to the beach and it's your birthday it was my birthday uh nice. and then uh I literally we might have been drinking <laughs> maybe uh, we might have been was, at Jimmy B's I was, I was at Jimmy B's <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden I hear you're Chef Corey and I look around I'm like who who, who are you who are you and she's like well I'm Ruthie and I'm like oh okay well it's a pleasure to meet you finally um <laughs> And uh, yeah. then, you know, from there it blossomed. And then uh, wh- about three weeks later, I think uh, mm-hmm. I finally, after I put my notice in uh, at the restaurant I was at, which was the artisan in Gulfport, mm-hmm. I wound up a chill and I've been there and happy ever since. And we've been teaming up together since. So, so. how long has that been now? It was right after Steve got diagnosed with cancer. So I want to say middle of March when we started, mm-hmm. or I, maybe when I met you was March 11th, right? Mm-hmm. Your birthday. March 11th. Mm-hmm. And also our general manager, Mark's birthday. Oh. Also my son, John's birthday, all wow. on March 11th. Kind wow. Of, yeah. There's an omen for you. I know, right? <laughs> so uh, that was, I guess, the, the day we met in person. And I want to say it was maybe a week or two right after that. Mm-hmm. So, so have you made any... Uh, like menu changes since we're in the process of that right now as a matter of fact i imagine before this airs we will have rolled it all out and it's pretty exciting to work with Corey because he's one of the few people that i've met in in all the time that we've been open where i really felt like we can get on the same page and whether that's re perfecting you know old dishes and Mm -hmm. and going back to the old way we used to do things or whether it's kind of coming on board into some of the newer stuff he wants to do or collaborating about ideas that we both share uh it's been a really great uh partnership and mark's been involved in that as well and and i think it's uh i'm really really thrilled uh that Corey has joined us we actually didn't have an ad out i had i was out at the races for the uh, indie races here mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. and we ran into some friends and they all said you know who would be the best person for chill would that, be Corey. that is how you get the and best people we, though yes that's how we i knew of Corey. By, well by you seem so. very excited so that's how it sounds oh, like yeah. you've got a good team Thrilled. together now that's yeah, wonderful it's good, it's good to get somebody with a fresh perspective that's had maybe yes. different experiences and just before we take a break i have a question for Corey. going back to before you, you used to play football mm-hmm. you lived in a lot of different places so which team do you root for <laughs> uh, college or professional? Both. Both. Uh, so college, I'm an Oklahoma Sooners fan. Okay. Um, and professionally, I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I know a lot of people are probably going to give me some slack for it. <laughs> I used to be a major Cowboy fan. That was an ex-husband of mine. He's the one who really got me into football. So I get it. I'm okay. I have an ex-Cowboy <laughs> fan as well. I remember the cheerleaders <laughs> yeah. from when I was growing up in the 70s. I mean, oh, that's right? all you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. No, they, they were like a real big thing back in the 70s. They oh, had posters yeah. and stuff yeah, and all that. Yeah, they did, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and see what we can learn about the new items at Chill Restaurant Bar. I love soup, and I'm always in search of a great soup. Ramen is just so complex and delicious with layers of complex flavors in its broth. Booyah Ramen is one of my favorite places in downtown St. Pete, so much so that I recently included them on my top five Asian noodle soups list for their pork belly ramen. Now, Booyah's success is not just about the ramen. 
It's a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with housecrafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya, too. Those are small plates of different types of appetizers that are delicious, as well as the ramen. The ambiance of the place, along with the friendliness of the owners and staff, really adds to the character and charm of Buya. And to add to its coolness, the owners are actually opening up four more stores, one in Miami and three in Berlin of all places. Yes, Berlin, Germany. How cool is that? Buya Ramen is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, Buya? We are back with uh, Ruthie Hill and Corey Albright from Chill Restaurant and Bar. And we were just talking about some of the new things in the works that will be out shortly. (laughs) So it all started with a post, the 100th post on Facebook asking, where's a good place to get fish? (laughs) Right. It's just like my lifelong pet peeve is that there has never been a clear cut answer, Mm -hmm. you know, of where is the best place to get fresh fish on the beach. On the beach. Where there should be, you know, it only makes sense. It should be a (laughs) no-brainer. I mean, you know, we should all be, you know, saying, you know, fighting for the title of best fish. And in fact, it's really not a category uh, where anyone really owns. And that's my goal in life is to uh, make the shifts that we need to make at Chill and move towards being, you know, the go-to place for, for local fish. Right. And you were saying that the way it seems to be now is it's either if somebody's going to recommend a place on the beach for fish, it's either going to be high-end, real foodie foodie foodie, that not everybody can pay for or wants to pay for, or then it's it's touristy. touristy. When we say touristy, touristy equals shit. Reminds (laughs) me of the scene in The Big Short with Margot Robbie. She's in the tub with the champagne. She says, So whenever you hear subprime, think shit. Well, that makes sense because I usually refer to it at the restaurant as shit fish. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll tell you that. Yeah. So you were uh, telling us earlier about your idea that you, you, you can have different price points for different types of fish. Right. Do you want to mm-hmm. go into that a little? Sure. So I think, you know, there's a lot of people in our market, which is, you know, the South Gulf beaches that are, um, you know, they're there with their families. They're very... Uh, price sensitive mm-hmm. um and the question when you want to eat seafood is you know can you afford it because you know we can pay everything as a as a restaurant anywhere from four dollars a pound for fish for subprime fish <laughs> to um you know 18 or 19 dollars a pound for locally caught you know black or gag grouper mm-hmm. so it really just depends on you know what someone's budget is so i had this idea that if you had uh, a choice on the menu that would have three separate price points one would be you know your house fish kind of like your house liquor mm-hmm. you know that would be your lower quality fish it's frozen it's very affordable uh your kids might want to eat fish strips or chicken nuggets mm-hmm. or fish nuggets or whatever and so you wouldn't you know need to have a super high quality product for that and then your medium range fish, which honestly would be my preferred fish, which I adore, which is called Corvina. It's a Caribbean flaky white fish mm-hmm. that I just absolutely am a huge fan of. Yeah, I like it too. And the, I, uh, the, I don't think I've ever had it. I've got to try it. 
well, come on down, sister. I will. <laughs> go on, go on. And then, you know, your third level would be your locally sourced fresh fish that we would get from, you know, my favorite place to get fish is at Don's Dock over on John's Pass. Mm-hmm. And they have, you know, fishing boats that come in. Uh, we can, you know, buy fairly small quantities of frit fish that literally has just come off the boat. Mm-hmm. And that way, whether, you know, depending on what's in season, whether it's snapper, whether it's grouper, right. whether it's gag, you know, whatever happens to be available, or even hogfish, local, you know, spear caught right. hogfish. So it would change daily, kind of like a market scenario. Yeah, and, sure. and then we would just charge like a market price right. for it based on whatever we paid. But it's very true in the restaurant business is that, you know, you get what you pay for. You do. Absolutely. People don't understand that. People, oh, it's a $16 grouper sandwich. Well, it's actually grouper. Right. right. You know, and it actually came that someone cut off a fish. It's not frozen in pre-portioned packages, you Mm -hmm. know, in the subprime section of the freezer. And it's wild caught. It's wild caught also. It's not farmed. Didn't come from another country where who knows what the heck the fish are being fed. Right. Exactly. You were saying they're tagged. Do they do? Yeah. So the Don's Dock has a cool program. It's Gulf Wild. Is it? Where they actually, you can log on, like we have a tags that come from the fish and you can look it up online and see what boat it was caught at, where it was caught, what day it was caught on. So you really have a history for exactly what, what you're getting. What which mood is really the fish neat. was in at the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be. I, <laughs> those, those videos, you can actually log on to the video of the catch when they you know, pull the oh, nets. Oh, no way, that's stuff. awesome. Yeah, it's actually really boring. But I have watched it before. So this is coming with the new menu, which should actually be out when this airs. Yeah. Um, some, what are some of the other items we're talking about on the menu? Well, yeah, for the Coring? non-fish eater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So right now we're working on, uh, we're actually going to put on a bone-in ribeye. So mm-hmm. it's going to be an 18-ounce nice. um, bone-in ribeye. Beautiful cut have. of meat. We'll, nice. we'll take one medium rare, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming a prime, prime. Oh, or? Angus, absolutely. Nice. Beautiful cut of meat. Um, so we're going to do those and then we're going to, you know, get some, uh, we're going to char grill them, uh, with some black and butter and then, uh, um, see some other things that I'm working on right now to, uh, to accompany with, to, uh, to enhance the flavors to where you can, uh, get it. Um, with me, I'm kind of, I have kind of have like a Southern flair mm-hmm. for food. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very so much I so. like to do uh, a lot of like home style, but not just like plain, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, the things came from my grandmother's kitchen, but, right. uh, I love changed. Corey's style of cooking. He has, you know, some very simple dishes, but it has such flair and finesse. Right. And it really makes it fun to mm-hmm. eat some of his original creations. Nice. What, what, el- what else you got then? Um, so uh, I don't think it's going to be on the menu, but I do. I like to experiment chicken with and chicken and waffles. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just something that uh, it's a fun dish that you can take and and spin it a thousand different ways. Uh, and, you know, as Ruthie will tell you, you know, if uh, you see chicken and waffles on the menu, some people are like, uh, you know, I don't want just a piece of chicken and a waffle. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, that would be me. I'm not that chicken and waffles person. But, uh, yeah. But know. he's done great with this particular way he does it. It's really good. Awesome. I think you'll also see the, um, our etouffee on the menu that we're, we talked mm-hmm. about in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fantastic dish that we always sell out of every time we, we make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you're going to also see that. And you'll see some more, uh, a little bit more island flair, a little mm-hmm. more Caribbean or Floribian kind of right. 
Um, I, you know, I always love that for summer, trying to mix fresh fruits and spicy foods. And, you know, I just, I love that whole sense of flavor and adventure when you're really dealing with some wonderful, you know, Caribbean foods and, and culture. I love okra. Can you just make something with okra? I know, I love okra too. <laughs> I actually just did a dish with okra. I did some pickled pickled okra. We still have a bunch of okra there from the from from gumbo, right? We still have some left over, yeah, for we sure. We had like a, a lifetime supply of okra <laughs> at one point. I love just fried okra plainly. Unfortunately, the only place around here that makes fried okra is Callaloo. And they put cilantro in it. And I they just put shake a lot my of head. And I just shake my head. I'm yeah. like, I can't get any fried okra around here. I mean, you can stop it and chill, and I'll, I'll You'll make, make you some. Awesome. Knowing Corey, he'll, he'll bread it all special for you. He'll probably throw some beer in there. <laughs> Are you keeping the shrimp and grits, and is it staying? Oh, yeah. We can't is? get rid of the shrimp and grits. I right. think there he would be. He loved a, your shrimp and there grits. There would be a protest outside. Or something. Yeah, well, you, guys, you guys are on our top 10 shrimp and grits Thank list uh, from 2018. We didn't do one for this year yeah. yet. Something else everybody should be aware of that's listening is that you guys open at 8 a.m. every day. Ex- because During summer, during- we open at 11 okay. on Monday okay. and Tuesday. Okay. The rest of the week is 8. Gotcha. Okay. But Thank we you. serve breakfast till 3. Okay. Which is a big deal down yeah. on the beaches. Sure. Yeah, especially you know if you're gonna you're at the beach, you're gonna day drink. You need to have a good breakfast first. <laughs> and we also have a full liquor bar, so if you want yeah. a day drink, yeah, chill. Yeah. That's we've also good. We got all good. the bases covered. Yeah. Chill. So we, we've been, been there. Been there for that. Up, so. Man, I'm so drunk. Yeah, and you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and brunch on the weekends. Mm-hmm. There's an espresso bar in addition to the liquor bar. Yeah. So our, and, our roots is a coffee shop. And you guys are located in the Cory Avenue Shopping District, specifically 357 Cory Ave, St. Pete Beach. The website is Chill St. Pete Beach. That's pretty cool. We can go chill on St. Pete Beach at Chill on St. Pete Beach. Perfect. And, and just before we sign off, I want to do a quick lightning round, chef lightning round with Corey. All right. <laughs> get, get really nervous. It's very uh, scary. It's, it's, it's quick either or uh, right. questions. Olive oil or butter? Butter. Yes. Lemon or lime? Lime. Hmm. Pickles, dill or sweet? That's like a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, sweet. Ooh. <laughs> You're only the second person that said sweet. Yeah, the other, you are. The other, one was, the other one was uh, Chef David Benstock at Ulricorno. Yes, he did. Ranch or blue cheese? Blue cheese. Bacon or sausage? Bacon. Ketchup or mustard? Neither. Okay. Mustard. Ribeye or filet. (laughs) Ribeye or filet mignon. Ribeye. Ribeye. Okay. That's it. So once again, chillstpeepbeach.com. Thank you, Ruthie Hill and Corey Albright. Thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. We will be right back. When you think of engine number nine, what do you typically think of, Kevin? Amazing burgers. Yes. Very creative, very inventive, kick-ass burgers. But they also have a great New Orleans-inspired other half of the menu. Remember the gumbo I had recently? Ooh, that was really good and nice and spicy. I was surprised you finished it. I know. The roux is just so flavorful and delicious. Besides the gumbo, they also have jambalaya, a few sriracha dishes, and the hot dogs are awesome. And you can't forget the best fried pickles in town, and I am talking pickle spears. Yeah, I've seen you eat those pickles for your whole meal. Yeah, for my birthday once, remember? But what we're trying to say is check out engine number nine for your favorite burger and so much more. Yes, you will love Engine Number 9. They're in downtown St. Pete on the corner of 1st Ave North and MLK. And 
Try the Black Flag Burger and the Chili Dog. You can thank me later. Engine, engine number nine, going down the railroad line. This is Julie Black and Dave Eichenberger on guitar. You're listening to St. Pete Foodies Podcast Maybe in your house or your car Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Our local musical artist today is Liam Bowman. Liam started playing and writing music when he was just 11 years old. He's 21 now. His father is a musician and is one of his influences, as well as other influences such as Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, Jackson Brown, and more. Liam has done musical projects with local artists Leon Meitzen and Napoleon the Wilderness, who have both been on our show. We will feature the song Hardly after Liam hardly answers the Fast Five Foodies questions. Welcome to the show, Liam. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'd love to have you here. You ready for the Fast Five Foodies questions? Oh, yeah. All right. So what's your favorite food? Uh, pizza. I like pizza. I like it. Pizza. Yeah. Any particular place you like best? Old Northeast Pizza is my favorite. Oh, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's your least favorite food? Oh, man. Quiche. Quiche, <laughs> like without a doubt. Is it the texture? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because I love eggs. I love pie crust. I love cheese. But like once it's all together, it's just like it's a hard gnaw for me. You love them all separately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. What's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete besides Old Northeast Pizza? Um, maybe like Bodega or okay. uh, Booyah Ramen. Like one of the two, probably. We just had lunch we there. We just oh, had no lunch way. at Booyah. Yeah. <laughs> I love awesome. it. <laughs> yes. Salt or pepper? Pepper, yeah. That's Kevin. Mm-hmm. I'm the salt one. <laughs> can you cook? Some things, like very basic things. Like I can do eggs or I can do like pasta or pizza kind mm-hmm. of stuff, but like anything beyond that. How about avocado toast? <laughs> um, I can do that. I can okay. do that, yeah. Right, I thought you were going to stop mentioning that. Is <laughs> that a reoccurring thing? I didn't mention any names <laughs> We'll tell you left off show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's been picked on enough already. He has been. So you also, in addition to solo, you also play along with Leon Meitzen, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, he was, he was on the show back in December on episode 14. Okay. This is episode 44, by the way. Kate sent you over to us, very mm-hmm. nice of her, and she said, oh, here's all the songs you can... Normally I listen to all the songs, but then she said, but this is a brand new single. And I said, well, mm-hmm. let me check that out first. And then as soon as I listen to it, I'm like, you got to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's good. a new it's single. Good. It's actually uh, my first release ever. So. Oh, no way. Oh. Like, I'm glad you chose that one because it was your only choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she, she gave me a link to Spotify. I didn't know there was only going to be one song. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a great voice. Thank you. And a yeah. great style. Thank you. I, I, you're welcome. I really enjoy it. And this, the song that we're featuring, titled Hardly, seems like there's some non-traditional open string chord voicings in there. Yeah, it's um, actually all open tuning. Okay, that's what I was going to um, so yeah, ask. Yeah, it's an open oh. D, um, which I write a lot in. Cool, mm-hmm. awesome. So is it in D or is it in A? I knew it's it- in, um, I think the key is, is actually D major. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I didn't have a chance. I usually try to learn the song and I didn't have enough oh, no. time, but I, I, I'm like, okay, there's a D chord in here. There's mm-hmm. an A chord in here, but I don't know where, what happens next. And, mm-hmm. and then I had to go have dinner. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, I hope you don't mind me saying that your style of guitar playing and, and your voice too, a little bit reminds me of John Mayer. Oh, I'll take that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good comment. You're okay with that. Yeah. All right, good. Oh, yeah. Good. So uh, the, your Facebook, we can find you on Facebook at Liam Bowman. Is that mm-hmm. correct? But, but it's, it's spelled B-A-U-M-A-N. Yeah. So Liam Bowman Music on Facebook. What else do we want to tell the listeners about the song before we play it? Well, it's my first one ever, and uh, like every part on it was played by me. I did the drums, I did the bass. Uh, that is cool, man. Yeah, thank you. That is awesome. I love that. I used to be able to do that. That's really cool. So yeah. what was the inspiration for this song? Um, man, I wrote it like two or three years ago, but it's kind of just about, um, I guess it was about like falling in love with a close friend and them not feeling the same way, and then trying to just work through a friendship mm-hmm. after that. If we both had a nickel for every time a song happens with that. <laughs> we'd be millionaires. Yeah. Liam, thank you so much for yes, coming. Thank, thank you for you. having me. And here we are. Here's Liam Bowman with the song Hardly. my life walking out of sight Thank you for your invite Well I can't come out tonight
comments on last week's show uh, with Tyson Grant. Danielle Nelson says, awesome. He's a man of few words. But thank you for the comment. Ariel Grant said, loved listening. Great stroll down memory lane. Scotty Laszlo said, this is awesome, bud. And Gail Rose said, really enjoyed the interview with Ty. New items on stpetersburgfoodies.com include the best fresh margaritas in St. Pete, and that includes St. Petersburg and St. Pete Beach. We also have a write-up on Seltzer Fest, which is going to be at Three Daughters Brewing, Saturday, July 20th. Tito's Handmade Vodka will sponsor a Three Daughters Brewing Seltzer Mixology Contest with 10 local bars. There will also be six local restaurants on hand, so tons of food and drink. There will be live music. Tickets are $50, but St. Pete Foodies will be raffling off two tickets. So check that out. Go to stpetersburgfoodies.com, look for the Seltzer Fest post, and sign up to possibly win two free tickets. We also have another best of list of the best fast casual restaurants in St. Pete. If you don't know what that is, that's where it's usually higher quality food, but you order at the counter. There's no table service. Or sometimes they will bring it to your table, but you order at the counter. Next week on the podcast, we have Christoph Gio, the co-owner of Bacchus, along with Chad Dropic, the general manager. You can email us at info at stpetersburgfoodies.com. And also another piece of news, the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast is now on iHeartRadio. We've actually been on for about six weeks or so, but just found out about it when our announcer, Candice Aviles, came over and said, dude, are you on iHeartRadio or what? And I said, I submitted it. I don't know. And then I checked and we are. If you want to listen to us on the go, we're on all the podcast apps out there. Most notably, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM. And you can also listen to us on your voice-activated home assistant, such as Apple HomePod, Amazon Echo, and Google Home. This is Tyson Grant from Park Shore Grill, and you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guests, Ruthie Hill, Corey Albright, and Liam Bowman. And thanks to our sponsors, Club Saver, Booyah Ramen, and and Engine Engine Number number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candace Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News, and our intro music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or any other podcast app, please give us a rating, and also remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. What's the problem? Smells like fish in here.